4, 1, 2, 6, 6, 4, 3, 5, 7, 2, 2, 6, 7, 3, and hey what's up fuckers welcome to the first episode of weird tales fool we're coming to you live from the kraken downtown historic Brownsville. we are here with our co-pilots and tom gomez and david rios hey what's up joel what's going on guys buenos nachos buenos nachos <laughs> so uh we're here to bring you all a couple stories man uh we're all into paranormal and supernatural stuff Originally, I kind of really wanted this uh, this podcast to be uh, about serial killers or stuff like that, but the market is super saturated, so why bother even going there? So, uh, <laughs> what we pretty much. <laughs> pretty much right. So, what we wanted to do is uh, bring get everybody together, you know, have some stories told, have some fun, have a little discussion, bring in some history, and see what goes on, man. Um, so. Uh, a little bit about us. Well, first of all, uh, let's just give a big, big up to Danny and the Cracking for hosting us and letting us record here this at the lounge. It is freaking fantastic. Most definitely. Yeah, this is like the pod lab. Yeah, so we do want to apologize a little bit for the background noise. This is, of course, a bar, but it is a great place to record. Uh, kind of creepy vibe, a vibe that uh, we're all used to. Yeah. Yeah, the ambiance is freaking fantastic here, man. It is fantastic. Uh, it's creepy. It's old. It's Brownsville. What what is there? <laughs> what is there really Fair else enough. to say? <laughs> creepy old Brownsville. It's creepy old Brownsville. It's like we came into the fifties and we just stopped right there. Well, I mean, <laughs> if we're gonna talk about why Brownsville's so old and creepy, I mean, this city is older than the whole United States as a country, so. It don't get much older or much more creepy. Yeah, we got ghosts. We got ghosts. Only about 300 or 400 years or so that we know of. Not mentioning the Native Americans and their stories, because we also got those, ladies and gentlemen. Right. And that's all part of the podcast, is kind of the stories that we know that we grew up with as kids, the experiences that we had, combined with the cultural stories that we grew up with, which are kind of unique to us as, you know, in this area, you know, as Hispanics, um, yeah, there's, gosh, La Lechusa, you might've heard of these, La Llorona, the, most recently the Chupacabra, which is kind of an urban myth to itself. But all of these things are informed and we, we're trying to get to the bottom of our experiences, where they came from and how we came to see it. Uh, a little background on everybody, of course, Joel, he is the host of our podcast, uh, and then of course, Tom Gomez, he is our historical expert, he's a teacher, he's a history buff, and he's a good buddy of ours, and he's always got these great little jewels of knowledge uh, at opportune times. So, then myself, well, myself, I'm Ruben, or David Rios, I'm a communications quote-unquote person, all it means is I play with microphones, like podcasting, and uh, try to herd cats. That's that's kind of what communications is about, but that's another story. Anyway, so so let's talk about ghosts. So, uh, yeah, let's talk work. about ghosts, man. Uh, well, in order to talk about ghosts, uh, what I really wanted to start the whole podcast off with was a little experience I had that uh, that I had. I I gotta say maybe like ten or eleven. We're officially Gen Xers, man. So we're gonna throw you all back into the freaking yeah into the back when. Uh, this happened around, I want to say, Jesus Christ, what did I say last time? 
late 80s, no later than 91. Um, coming up in Brownsville was like a really good experience, man. I love this city, all joking aside. It, it is like uh, completely shape me and like everybody else around here as to who we are and what we do and what we love down here uh as far as our what do you call it heritage and cultural and heritage. cultural heritage and everything goes you know we're all proud hispanics we're all proud americans that's the way we grew up uh it's well, currently we're kind of unproud Americans, but that's well, fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is this is the anti-July Fourth show anyway. Yeah. We're, we're doing this to say screw you. We're not exactly happy about this. Yeah. But, but again, another podcast entirely. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, we are all Hispanics. We all grew up. Uh, unhappiness is the most American thing possible. It's actually also a Hispanic thing. We're, we're, without a we, well, Hispanic is the most American. So you know, <laughs> we were here before those other white people. We win. We, win. we were here first. We were here first. You, you took this land from me. Avenge me. I'm here to take it back. One podcast at a time. Well, okay, Top, in all seriousness, though, um, that, come, that comes back to something that I think we've all said, that these stories, you know, since they're culturally kind of ingrained in us, we've got to be responsible for telling them. Because, you know, we all saw the Yorana movie, and it sucked. It sucked. I have not yet to see it, but then again, I, you know, I, I, I hate the way uh, things are portrayed sometimes in movies, uh, albeit our culture or any other culture for that matter, because it tends to skip over the nuances and the things that that make the story interesting to begin well, with. Instead, it, it gets Hollywood-fired, and it becomes... Yeah. It becomes, for lack of a better word, whitewashed. Chavas. Oh, <laughs> for all of our listeners out there that don't know what Chavas is, it's generic. It's Cheap. hill country fair, old Roy dog food, beer brand beer. Speaking of which, guys, don't talk bad about this Matt episode Hawk. and every other episode is going to be rated S for Spanglish. You're going to be learning a lot of words over here. <laughs> Vamos a ir This <laughs> cultural fool. <laughs> right? And our English teachers are turning over their grades. Yeah. And our Spanish teachers. I am so sorry. Well, I'm pretty sure my English teacher was turning it over in her trailer. I mean, she's on the road now somewhere. No. You know? Oh, damn. <laughs> So let's let's getting back. It's nine thirty. She's almost asleep. I'm sure. <laughs> getting back to the story, she's man. She's gonna watch reruns of Murder She Wrote and take a nap. You know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Joe, uh, real quick. Yeah. You have you know speaking to our first podcast. Yeah. There, you got a story about something that you saw, heard, experienced as a kid. Right? I I did, and and you know to to like make it to give you like a background. I've been on avid freaking uh what do you call it joel i've been an avid person joel. human no 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 uh i've been like completely anti-religion my whole life an atheist. Uh, i've been an avid atheist since i remember reading my dinosaur books when i was little you know okay. Uh, okay. so i do not believe in heaven or hell or anything but at the same time this kind of made me a skeptic which like kind of like throws me the hell off to be honest with you because i don't know what to believe so would you no. say that um in your experience this kind of uh, maybe not necessarily changed your beliefs but gave you something maybe a doubt 
Well, a seed of doubt. Well, well it, the seed was definitely planted, you know, per se. And uh, so what happened? Well, what happened is, like I said, it was, it was the late 80s, early 90s, no later 91. I must have been maybe 9, 10, 11 years old or something like that. And uh, we used to live right in front of Amigo Land Mall. Okay. So as as you all know, you had to cross the train tracks, cross the levee to get to Amigo Land Mall. Okay, yeah, lo- uh, okay local I'm, knowledge. I'm going yeah, yeah, to yeah. stop you right there just so people, because a lot of our listeners might not know where the mall or, or where the levee was. But we'll, we'll say that it was close to a levee well, next to a shopping center in our local area. Right by the Rio Grande River. Right, yeah, right by the <laughs> Rio Grande River. Less than a mile from the Rio Grande River. Yeah, yeah. I, I used to live behind the local mall. Uh, behind the local mall and behind that was the, was the levee that separated the mall from my neighborhood. So in order to get over there, uh, we had to cross, you know, walk up the levee, cross it, and then we would get to the mall. Growing up there, that levee was like my plaything. I, I knew that up and down, sideways. I knew all the little Taquache trails, opossum trails for everybody else. You know, uh, I knew everything that was there. I knew that you would go down there, we would, you know, peg rocks at the turtles, have a little fun here and there, play freaking. Uh, with our BB guns. So you were a hooligan, got it. So I was basically a young hooligan the making, you know? <laughs> uh, suglet. So, <laughs> <laughs> so one day, uh, it's, this happened during summer. My grandpa took us to the mall so we could go to the local arcade at the mall, right? It's my grandfather, me, and my younger brother. My younger brother is like five years younger than me. So uh, we're, up, we're up on the levee headed towards the mall. And we decided to run down to one of the little trails that was there, you know, to just, you know, be kids and uh, throw a couple of rocks at the water, throw a couple of rocks at the turtles, have a little fun, and then go on our merry way. And we're running down and we get to the tree line that separates the the little pond that's in front of it. And it, it the whole thing seemed like it took on like a dreamlike quality man because okay what do you mean uh well every other any other day you could walk up to the tree line and you could see right through the trees and through the leaves and you could see the mall you know it was it was just right through there so we get down and right then and there the trees look thicker the leaves look lusher and you couldn't see anything which was like it it if you, if you know the area, it would like instantly throw you off because I mean, yeah. Okay, so describing for for those of our, our our listeners that you know may not be familiar with the area, uh, South Texas is full of what we call uh, scrub, uh, mostly mesquite, uh, a lot of scrub grasses. Um, so loosely vegetated. We don't have thick woods like you would in the north no. or even in the piney woods of North Texas. Nope. This is South Texas yeah, scrub. This, this was short really bushes. Yeah, it's a <laughs> lot of thorn scrub. It's yeah. bush and mesquite. And it's, it's rather tall. thick. And nothing <laughs> is over like six feet yeah. tall except for the mesquite trees. You know? Yeah. But like uh, like I said, you could not see through it. It just, it, it was very strange. Extra thick. It was extra thick, man. And we get to the edge of the trees 
And we get. <laughs> Sorry, we're just telling a joke between us. <laughs> we're just like. I said yeah. nothing. Yeah. All, all you said was extra thick and left it there. So that was enough. <laughs> uh, so we get to the trees, right? And like I said, we couldn't see through it. And this voice just keeps on, just starts talking to us. And I've thought about it a hundred different ways. And the only way I can describe it is as, as if. Linda Blair from The Exorcist or the character of Reagan or whatnot was like speaking to us in a manly voice. It was a scary, freaked out thing. And it was inviting us into the trees. Kind of like, I, it was an invitation. And at the same time, it was like kind of like making so fun like, of us. So like, did you hear this, this mystery voice say, Joel, join us amongst the trees. No, man, it wasn't anything like that. It was just like so what, it, what exactly? It, it, was, it was like asking us, like, like come in, come in. You know, kept on telling us to come in, and it was like kind of laughing at us. Okay. So, so, so was it high or deep? Or did it have a did it have a Spanish accent? <laughs> I have to ask. You know, no, I mean, man, no, no. <laughs> it spoke like you know transatlantic <laughs> queen's english he wasn't drunk either come here young man come help forth into the woods no you it know? was just like a it was like a when you say okay the reason i asked that i mean i guess i'm being a little facetious or what have you but the reason i asked that is because what we take uh for granted as normal is not necessarily normal anywhere else so while we might sound or what, what we think sounds uh, commonplace. Okay, you know what? It didn't even have the Brownsville Orale accent though. It sounded like it sounded like 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 I said. Like a gringo. Yeah, like a white demonic voice. A white a demonic white, now, now the, you're cooking with gas. The, it was the white it was demon. The demonic <laughs> white guy. It was the white, it was the white devil. <laughs> it was the white devil. For our for our listeners see. out there, yeah, when we say white we're speaking about Caucasians, you know, just uh, you know no offense, we have we like most Caucasians so, except for Donald Trump. Most. So was it um, coherent? Did it ask you for something? Did it? No. Wait, yes, it? It, it was asking us in to go into the into the trees with it, and it was nope. like like <laughs> laughing at us. So I mean, this happened like in the span of less than a minute. It's asking and it's laughing, like kind of mocking us, and never trust a Caucasian in the trees. And dude, and uh, I look at my brother. My brother looks at me. We do that whole kid scream at each other. Well, before that, I'm not even gonna lie. Before that, we're like, I think hey. we might need to be a reenactment for that. Can we do a kid scream real quick? Well, I am before that. So, so it just uh, like suddenly out of nowhere, just come into the trees, and yeah. you're just like, what the heck? It was, it was like come in or whatever, and just like laughing at us. Uh-huh. So we look at each other. We're like, oh, it's just Grandpa playing a joke, right? <laughs> so we turn around, and my grandpa's still up on the levee waiting for us. Like, hurry the fuck up, kids! It's summer. It's hot. I want to get to the AC of the mall. Right. And uh, at the same time, we could still hear it. We could still hear it laughing. So we like look at each other and we nope the fuck out of there, man. We throw a screen. We <laughs> I like run, that. Nope the hell out of there. We, yeah, all we right. freaking, nope the hell out of there. We throw, we, you know, we did the screen. Kind we run up to the levee and we go about our merry way like kids do. You know, it wasn't, yeah. we got scared and that was the end of that because we were out of danger. We blew it off and started skipping along and throwing rocks. Ba- basically, man. But Played the thing was, and dominoes the, and things. the thing was when we got to the end uh, where we would go down the opposite side of the levee to hit the mall, I could hear it in the trees. And I asked my brother this today, actually. He said he couldn't hear anything. Like, I could hear, like, snarling or whatever, like, following us on the opposite side of the of the little pond there. 
and I could hear the rustling of the trees where it was like following us along the path that was in the trees, but you couldn't see anything. Hmm. It was the most surreal. So you were being stalked. Kind of. It felt like by a spirit. Well, it it sounded, it had a very animal like quality. Okay. To be honest with you. That's interesting. Well, I was going to ask you, Tom. I mean, what's I was your... about to say, go, give me a second with the animal-like quality, but go ahead, Dave. Yeah, I was going to say, what's uh, what does history, what does our culture say about things and trees that want us to go to them? Well, I mean, that just depends on, on, on uh, you know, just to clarify on, on a couple of things. You know, I, I I am a historian and I am a biologist and, and I'm very much a skeptic on most things mythological and lore-based. However, I am um, incredibly interested in anything relating to history so a lot of the stuff that we hear or a lot of our legends um come through different parts of our culture whether it be from the germanic or from the scotch or the irish or the english or the native american or uh you know what have you you know uh, this area has is an amalgamation of, of of a wide range of cultures that have settled in this area and with it has come a lot of the lore as well you know so i mean um if we go as we can go as far back as the greek and talk about um you know he said it had an animal quality to it so we can start talking about the fairies so um you know just a quick rundown and i'm not going to get too deep into this because i feel like we can do a podcast on that alone on fairies just yeah. on fairies um you know um i mean I'm I'm gonna touch on fairies today. I don't want to go deep, deep into the fairy lore because that can get a little bit time consuming. The fairy home? Oh, because there's a ton of fairy lore. Dude. Different. I mean, look, English fairies gro- alone. Growing up here, I mean, uh, the, our audience can't see us, but a show of hands, who ever heard of a duende? Yeah, I'm down with uh, duendes. We remember duendes, right? Yeah. So the the lore of the duende and all that comes from the Spanish. Um, but it also had Native American um, implications there as well. I mean, uh, you know, Joel talking about a spirit calling from the woods brings, to me anyway, just in, in my head, it brings out uh, ghost sickness. Um, there is a, a lore that goes to the Lakota and some of the tribes like the Apache, and which the Inde, the proper term is Inde, Apache, or Apachu was the term the, that was used by their enemies, right? Um, but that's neither here nor there. That's just more uh, Native American history. Um, they believed in ghost sickness, and ghost sickness was um, if someone heard a dead relative calling in the woods and they inviting them to come to them, they could become ghost sick, and then they had to do the ghost dance to get the spirit to leave. Hmm. Um, and that was all, you know, there's a long story about the U.S. fighting um that particular belief um, during the ghost dance and, and during turn of the century where the U.S. government was cracking down on the religious beliefs of the Native Americans because, well, for no, for better, or for lack of a better word, because it was real scary, bro. <laughs> Why are they doing scary stuff in the woods, those engines? Um, but we don't understand it, therefore we hate it. That's wrong, doing engine stuff in the woods with other engines. Uh, yeah, so it's th- unnatural. It's unnatural. <laughs> Jesus didn't want it, and this is South Texas. Praise the Lord, pass the biscuits. There you um, go. 
Yeah, well, you know. Um, Dr. Strong would kill us. Right. Where is Dr. Strong? Dr. Strong? <laughs> He's going to kill us. Sorry. <laughs> he didn't come today. He's feeling a little weak. Um, no. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so the, that brings up to me in my head, you know, uh, there's, there's many um, different legends um, that come from that. And the legends are, are ways that the different cultures have passed down um, explanations for things like what Joel just said. You know, hey, somebody heard a voice in the woods. And then somebody's grandma comes up and tells you a great story yeah. about a duende. And you're like, what in the That's hell totally is. is a duende? I mean, growing up in South Texas, my grandmother was from San Luis Potosí. And my grandfather was from Tamaulipas, right? So I kind of had that Spanish, Native American thing all mixed together with growing up in Brownsville, Texas. So what do you do, right? You hear stories of, of duendes and the devil. My grandmother said that every time a dog barked and nobody was there... It was the devil passing by. Oh, I heard that. Uh, one. Oh, I heard Dude, that one too. That was, I mean, that's a common story. You know, that's yeah. that's something that was here in South Texas. So you know, to this day, in my you know, and I'm Captain Skeptic over here. I don't believe in anything. But every time a dog barks, and I'm like, I was diablo. You know, I yeah. está pasando el diablo. You know, that was something that we were taught when we were kids. You know, and and you know, it was more than just el cucuy or la mano pachona or whatever <laughs> other. You know, spooky, spooky spiders, you know. <laughs> um, but, you know, this is part of our culture. I mean, yeah. you know, this is the things that we were that we were taught. Right. But getting back to fairies, I mean, a fairy or like we said, the, the duende, as we were taught, um, it can be a dwarf. Um, that is the and, and all of this. So, again, we talk about South Texas culture. We have um Germanic influences where, I mean, if you realize that, that Tejano music is the most popular music down here. Yep. I mean, I just had a friend come in for Virginia and he says, Jesus, every station is Tejano. I'm like, well, <laughs> my man, um, you're in Texas, in the Mexican part of Texas. <laughs> Guess what? You know, Tejano is rather popular. This is what we're listening to. And if you're really listening to it, it's just a polka anyway. So shut up. And you're absolutely right, Dave. It is just a polka. Yeah. And that came from the Germanic, yeah. right? So the Germans came here in the late 1860s, post-Reconstruction, and they brought their culture with them. Yep. So a lot of that, we have the, the grim fairy tales. We have oh, all yeah. of that um, Germanic influence of like the, the, the Germanic spookiness, the Black Forest from their tribes in Europe, you know, pre, you know, whatever. The, the barbarian hordes and all that. Yeah, the barbarian hordes post-Rome. And that got mixed with the Roman influences like, you know, again, comes back to that animal quality of like yeah. the fawn, right? The, the, fawn, the shapeshifters. The shape, the changelings. Centaurs. Ah, das is changeling. Yes. Das is the changeling. Das. Oh, sorry, that's my worst German ever. Um, <laughs> please do not, not intended to Yo, offend anybody's well, I mean, German ancestors. And then um, getting to his favorite, Joel's werewolves. You know, it, it's all kind of the same werewolf, thing. Werewolf, werewolf. See, see yeah. and for my, for me, my perspective comes from, you know, just from, from academic study and, and pop culture, really. So for me, there's a particular show in the 70s that was on CBS late at night. And I've talked to you about this one. It was like about a little, Ooh. a little headhunter dude. I don't remember if you remember oh, that one. Yeah, it was a shrunken one. head and it came to life, started chasing a lady around her fucking condo. That was in Boo. It, it, yeah, it was in Boo, probably. It in Boo. It, yeah, it, and it, I remember that particular short scared me 
to death. I, I was up for like a year straight after that. Was crazy. <laughs> Do you remember? <laughs> the, okay, like you know, I, I, there's very few people that remember that old '70s show, the '70s early '80s. Yeah, that was, oh, it was it was programmed on CBS. It went into syndication, but it was filmed here in the Rio Grande Valley. Boo! Yeah, yeah. We uh, talked uh, about. You know, let's talk about it. Me and you. We, we have to assume that our, our listeners have no, no idea clue. Like, what none. we're talking yeah. about here. But that was actually filmed. Like, that intro to that was actually filmed in Harlingen, Texas. Harlingen, San Benito area by Larry James, the station manager, and his wife. And they literally took one of their kids' doll heads and put it there in that empty house. And it was the station manager's hand coming out of some dirt. And it was some of the creepiest thing we saw in our lives. And we were like... Man, Saturday afternoon yeah. at Grandma's house, if Boo came on, dude, like it's burned I'm into so your memory. Happy that yeah. there was like sunlight outside, stuff, you know? Man. Yeah, oh, dude. <laughs> Seriously, it was filmed in black and white. It's it's legitimately terrifying. Man, Not so special nice. effects were the best, dude. <laughs> I mean, the, head, the dirt inside the, the there the, was real dirt like, in his nails oh dude, there God. was actual uh, hand coming out of the ground like whoa I mean that was just so dead. creepy and the, the woman in the veil was the station manager's wife yeah, and she just like put on a veil and ran through a random graveyard in South Texas and then and that, it the, was the just voice. like the chasing and then and it was it was it was the same guy we listened to for the weather right? the like, star like, of boo <laughs> right you, you just want him to cut back to and tonight the weather you right. know? <laughs> and then there's an organ done Oh my god! No, 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 no! That was the best. That was the best. I wonder if there's any clips on. I do. I swear, we should probably find it. I've never found it. Um, I have searched and searched. I have never burned this. It's one of those Mandela effect things that a few of us carry around in the back of our head. Well, it 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 did take place, and it 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 is hard to track down. Uh, The station manager and his wife moved to Florida, and trying to find them uh, a few years back, some local horror aficionados. found the lady and she sent them a whole story. That's how I got wind of the story. Really? She sent them the whole place. Because just like now, just like what we're doing today, there's always been an interest here in the supernatural, right? So, you know, uh, it was a no-brainer. You know, you had Kung Fu Theater. Boo! Oh my God, Kung Fu Theater. The best, you know? What was the most popular things at the time? Horror movies and Kung Fu movies. Oh, then the Star Wars. Oh, right. yeah. did you remember, like, during Boo, they would put the... Like, every single... Are you serious? Like, the, the oh, cantina song? Yes, they Dude. would put the cantina song, like, constantly. This and then there was, was one of those, like... There was contests oh yeah they went whole hog and i remember and then it's that's when channel four was the channel yeah you know like i didn't it was even like care about bud rolling and his dog right that's right and then bud. right around the time i hit puberty it ended up at elvira mistress of the dark and i never went back <laughs> I, I, i'm not gonna argue with that no i, I, I was I all about the usa all night man that was my favorite oh, that's, there. that's way later man that was high school man yeah dude but i'm me it was high school you were like in 11th you're like I'm, 11 yeah or i'm yeah. a couple years younger than you also that was that was my thing man Rhonda shears oh my god you'd see up all night <laughs> tell her these jo- oh god up all night up. All <laughs> that had the toxic classic. avenger do and all remember, the classic stuff do you remember pre Rhonda shears when it was uh may he rest in peace the guy with the the raspy voice <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey. Gilbert, yeah, I remember uh, yeah. Gilbert Godfrey. And then after Ronda, it was uh, it was some text dude. Yeah, uh, yeah, I remember he, that. He I had his own his name, show but... too, Billy Bob. Billy, Billy Bob. Bob, yeah. It was not Billy Bob Thornton, but it was Billy Bob some Billy Bob Texas or some something, so I don't something know. silly. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, I tell you what, I'm like, uh, <laughs> uh, he was Jimmy Elvira, please. Yeah, he was not my favorite <laughs> at all. But you know, leaving along all the pop stuff, I mean, yes, the so. 
the Germanic definitely brings us some of these uh, ideas. And I'm, you know what I'm going to do right now is I'm just going to like, you know, list off some of this. I mean, we have the genie of Arabic mythology, Samoans, the Arctic people, the indigenous Americans. Um, and they've all told these, you know, sinister folklore tales um, to their children, right? And some say, well, okay, it was just to scare them. And others say, well, it's been passed down for generations, right? Um, so they, these fairies can be um, characteristically beautiful or handsome, um, having lives corresponding with human beings, although they're, they're very much longer, you know? Um, it's, it, let, you know what? This is just so much to go. And I, like I said, if I, get, if I get caught up in the fairy lore... We're going to be here all Yeah, week. that's so, another so, rabbit so, hole whatsoever, man. So I'm going to shorten this up. I'm going to name off a few fairies before we continue. So we can go through brownies, elves, dwarves, uh, goblins, kobolds, leprechauns, um, pixies, pucks, um, the quarry banties, um, fawns. Um, I already said brownies, right? Changelings. Um, already said pixies as well. Um uh, Lichens. Even West African, Obea. Uh, lichens does not fall under fairy folk. That is something completely different. A, Remember, well, a, lichens are humans. That's true. Humans. Yes. So, I mean, I think there's a big, the, the important part here is to, to make the distinction between, because, I mean, we're talking about uh, a random voice in the wood, right? Yeah. So um, this voice could have come from any number of sources. But if we're going to play detective or supernatural detective here, right? Supernatural detective. Um we're going to like eliminate the possibilities. And then one of the possibilities could be fairy. Now we don't want to get into quite yet the spirits and the ghosts yet, but the spirits and the ghosts are possibilities as well. Could this forest have been haunted? Yeah. Like we've never heard of a haunted forest before, you know, I mean, geez, that's what they're for. That's what forests were for, for haunting, of course. You know? So, um, the Obea also from West Africa, um, were another, but they were also brought here with at West Africans that came, you know, in the slave ships, the, um, the Santeros and the Santa, the Santeria culture as well has that um, that mystique of those like scary critters or goblins or mm -hmm. whatever, but their version of them, you know? Yeah, I don't think my grandma was into Obeya though, man. Well, what is your, well, I got to ask a question. Well, 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 that's the thing. Where did your grandma enter this, you know? Well, because, you know, you're going to talk well, about duendes, right? Yeah, I mean, duendes, I'm down with or whatever, and the fairy folk and all that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he's down with duendes. <laughs> I'm down with I'm down, I have like a firm belief in duendes, <laughs> man. He's got a firm belief. No Jesus, duendes, I like those guys. Duendes, I'm down, bro, because they used to steal my stuff all the time. And, <laughs> Well, on that case, I think they it's stole like, most of my socks, like I so I might have to agree with this than I do of Jesus. Yes. <laughs> I think that's the title of the show, folks. I've got more proof of Duendes than I do of Jesus. But yeah, man, Jeez. like I, like I said, it was it was like a scary ass the thing that happened to us, man. And the what I really enjoyed about it, if I if I enjoyed, <laughs> enjoyed anything about, about it. it, what I really like about it that it was like one hundred percent cooperating. You know, oh, okay. everybody else has stories and tales and all this, and you're like, "Hey, well, what happened?" We're like, "Oh no, well, my friend's best friend's friend said this, <laughs> or it happened to that neighbor lady that moved down the street fourteen years ago." And <laughs> my ex wife's former roommate's uncle, yeah, <laughs> it's like boyfriend, boyfriend, <laughs> boyfriend. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, this happened to me and my brother, and. It wasn't like uh, there's no mental health thing going into it. No, 
like oh my god no no i mean no estoy loco it wasn't it wasn't any any uh what i what do you want to call it uh Paint no psychosis. I was gonna say no paint there. No paint there. <laughs> no, this was like pre pre drug days, man. It was <laughs> we were too young for that stuff. Still, <laughs> you're walking around like a gold freaking circle on your face <laughs> and and a freaking paper bag. Yeah, like, <laughs> and I heard a voice in the woods. Of course, you did. <laughs> it was the man in my head. But no, uh, it it was it's corroborated. I really haven't heard of a lot of stories that were actually corroborated. You know. Yeah. Uh, I had, like I said, this podcast has got two names and there's oh, yeah. two different things that happened to me in life. Other than that, I have never, ever had another paranormal or supernatural or whatever experience you want to call it. Okay. Uh, no divine intervention or anything like that. You know, it was just some freaky no shit that happened. No glitches in the Matrix? No glitches in the Matrix? No, right. man. Like, I wish there was a glitch in the Matrix. I could have, like, completely... Told me what it was, man. Like, but what were you we gonna call like, a podcast before this? What uh, it like? You saw the same thing I did, right? <laughs> oh yeah, like you saw that too. <laughs> you saw that. Too, you saw that too. Podcast. You saw that too. Podcast. Because yeah, we want to talk about corroboration mm -hmm. and, and linking it to those other stories. Like, what the hell has happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, when when we talk about it, it's always like, you know, third, fourth person down the line that's uh, that that heard it or saw it or it happened to, and it just doesn't make it believable and yeah and and that's what that's what like i'm interested in man because like i said i i don't believe in a lot of things but freaky shit happened well well that's the thing man you know hopefully you know as we continue this podcast we're gonna be telling other stories for other people including danny of course the owner of the kraken where we're at right now thank um, you danny for having us yes thank yes, you sir, course, as always and and again you know he'll be telling us some stories he's got video he's he's brought video so if that's not something that we can talk about and see for ourselves in in, in just kind of a, a skeptical way, right? Because well, ultimately, you know, and, and we don't you know, know what it is. Not to yeah. interrupt Dave or anything. No, but, no, no. You know, I'm going to be our resident skeptic because I, I, I believe that one of the easiest things influenced is the human mind. I mean, well, well, that's the thing. I know, see. People I, still believe the election was stolen. Yeah. I, I'm. I'm. Oh, whoa. Hey, watch it there. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, uh, in all honesty, you know, as a communication person, I, I know that what we hear is something like thirty percent of everything, oh, yeah. and, and then everything else is is pretty much subjective. Hearing, sight, all of it can be misinterpreted. So for me, drilling down to the bottom to go, what. You know, that's why it's WTF, you yeah, know, kind yeah, of yeah. one of the many reasons why. Like, what? What the Francis, yeah. Yeah, what the Francis is going on, please. And, and for me, getting to that simple truth is, is always more important. So, so yeah, and, no, I'm, I'm totally Yeah, glad. and, and that's, what, that's exactly what I've been wanting to get to. I've been wanting to get down to the truth because, I mean, I'm like Tom. I am a skeptic. Like, oh, I heard something. Okay, Sorry. well, it was the pipes in the walls, man. You uh, know? See, I think we it's, all are in some ways, but we've all had the skin... Yeah, you know our, our our monkey brain go get the hell out now. You know, and, well, sure, we and, and I think part of that is part of us in evolution. You know, we evolved as a species. You know, you know, it's like the cat and the cucumber. You know, uh, the, you put a cucumber behind a cat, cat's gonna jump because it evolved to think it's a damn snake. Yeah. Also, like humans, have, we have the cat and the cucumber syndrome. We definitely uh, something that makes us feel ill at ease. Um, 
triggers one of our natural defenses and we have a, that with that flight or, or fight response right and we're gonna react to it and we're it's a, it's a survival instinct for whatever reason so you know scream in the woods said hey get the hell out of the woods you know <laughs> well, yeah you see like if it was the woods it would have been fine man but it was just like it was a wide open space with like a little bit of shrubbery and stuff like that a shrubbery sorry <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> you, you know can it, you it was, describe the shrubbery there, there, there is no there's no power lines where you can be like, oh, well, there was like electromagnetic something or whatnot, like freaking you out. Way to go electromagnetic, I would have never gone there. But yeah. yeah, all right. Okay. Or, no, overhead power lines. That's overhead, overhead power, power lines, man. Oh, no. The fillings in your in the, your teeth. You know, the fillings in my it teeth was, weren't picking up radio transmissions, <laughs> man, or anything like that. It's the gold like 5Gs, man. <laughs> this was pre-5G. This was like, what, 1G? One one G one G. There was only 1G. We lived on D Street. You know? <laughs> this was, oh, this was rotary phone, folks. All right, I'm lying. There was a couple of G's. They were right by La Muralla. <laughs> yeah, there was like five or six G's that I knew from there. <laughs> <laughs> but but I mean, there. I don't know, man. I I've been down. I I was in that levee. I played through that whole area hundreds and hundreds of times, and nothing ever happened. That scared me to the point where, like, I didn't stop back in that little section of the levee for years. And oh, then, wow. and then one time I, I was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. If I die, then I die. <laughs> by myself. I'm coming back from playing Street Fighter at the mall. I, I'm feeling <laughs> kind of ghost. <laughs> I, I'm feeling kind of good because I spent like, I, I beat a couple of people with fifty cents. It was all badass. <laughs> and I went back down. I don't know what you heard about me? <laughs> I went, I went down to check it out, and and the area had like a completely different feel from what it did that day. You know, it didn't have that surreal quality. Huh. You could you could see through the shrubs. It lost the scary. It it did. It like had you know, no. That can happen. It had like no tension. This house is clean. You know, no tension to the whole area. You know, when you feel like that, that when you're, you know, you're scared shitless. You feel that energy around you, man. And it had none of that. It was just like a normal part of the levee. Mm, and interesting. That that's what. I mean, I don't know. I, I can't explain it. Well, uh, I mean, that, that's the thing. We, we are so we miss out as humans. We need we are so overstimulated. We miss out on the subtlety. I mean, I just I was like a couple of day years old. What I mean, seriously, I was like a few days ago when I found out that humans have this underdeveloped sense for electromagnetism. Yeah. We're not talking about the pineal gland here, are we? No, we're not talking about pineal gland. We're okay. talking actual like. I was like, like let's not let's not go for it full we're not, third. We're not eye going. Just yet, we're right? not going full full whack job just yet. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, no, no. I'm, I'm not discrediting any of the pineal people. I'm just saying, you know, I I know <laughs> that there's the the sixth sense and, and all of and, that. You know, no, no, no. This is not like, just like, the Macaulay Culkin show or whatever. No, this but, is like sharks. You know, in the same in the same kind of biological sense that we can pick up electromagnetic fields. Now, it's not a thing that goes off in our heads that says the electromagnetic field is fucked up. It's just something. Well, sure. I mean, that stands to reason. I mean, you know, again, like by trade, I am a historian and a biologist. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we learn is that especially creatures like dogs, cats and smaller animals can pick up on drops in barometric pressure. Yeah. I mean, and we can feel it. We may not notice that drop, but I mean, everybody's gotten that ill at ease feeling right before a storm. Well, it was shorter back then. Absolutely. I was shorter. The ground. pressure was way closer to the ground, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, um, I, was, I was closer to sea level. Like, <laughs> can't get much closer to sea level, Bob. Um, 
Uh, you know, I mean, sure. There, there, and again, that brings me back to those things that we developed, you know, um, evolutionary things that we have developed, you know, for millennia. We, they're part of our flight or fight response. They're part of the things that we need, you know, the, to survive. Um, and, and like you said, like electromagnetic fields, sure. There, I, I, I believe that there are some of our, our um, senses that are underdeveloped. Right. Hell, most people don't even use their eyes anymore other than looking at a screen. So when we, we we walk through life every day, every, the way I see it anyway, and I'm, I'm gonna you know I'm gonna do my best not to add my own opinion to everything, but it's it's hard. It's very hard, folks. Yeah, and yet <laughs> still compelled. I, I, I'm trying, ladies and gentlemen. I'm trying, um, but I mean, you know, trying to stop him. In in, in in historically speaking, biologically speaking, yes, we we have developed things over over time that have helped us survive. I mean. Uh, you know, just like a dog evolved from a wolf, you know, it, it found its way to the human fire. And now we've got little buddies. And when that dog perks up its ears, it's human nature to go, what's up, boy? What's going on? Is there something out there? Because, you know, we're, uh, what do they call it? Evolutionary? Man, my new dog doesn't even do that, bro. Really? She, like, looks at me. She's like, just leave me alone. Let me sleep. She's like, I'm tired of old. <laughs> well, well, like, you know, dogs from the streets. You know what? You know don't phase anymore. Know. You know, Tom, you bring up an interesting point. Because you know what's always kind of bothered me? Especially now that, you know, I've got a little tiny dog. They can smile. Oh, yes, they yeah. Can. They can smile. And they do it on purpose. And that's not anything that serves them any biological purpose sure when they're dogs. Does. Yeah, it does, dude. It makes the, it makes us feel to, happy. To us. But to another dog, another dog's like, who gives a shit? Well, <laughs> well yeah. yeah, you can do that. Who cares? Well, okay. no. Most of the dogs that you're speaking of, and this is just, you know, from personal experience, yeah. uh, you know, they're lap dogs. Yes, they're not worried yes. about fighting another dog. They're worried about like, hey, if I smile at Dave, he's going to give me a snack. Right. <laughs> Check this out, ladies and gentlemen. Ta-da, let's show them the pearly whites. Yeah, I have developed a way to do it. Yeah. They're worried about fighting for some pizza crust, man. That's go. what they're worried Shut about. Up, dude. Pizza bones, man. Give the dog Speaking pizza of pizza, can we have an ours? I know. pizza. Danny, we're still waiting for the pizza, sir. Hey! <laughs> but uh, I guess that, I mean, we're going to segue into the other part, I guess, of the show or the other title. Linda Blair, get the fuck out of my room. Oh, well, oh, okay. before before let's you know before we jump to Linda Blair, uh, you know I'd like to go back and, and address some of the things that we we had talked about. So you know possibilities of what could have um, potentially been this voice in the woods that Joel. So we talked about the fairies. Now you know another possibility, like we said, was ghosts. I mean, it very well be could be a haunted levee. I mean, it's not unheard of, of of people in this area. Hey, you skeptic. Uh, I'm just saying, um, you know, if we're going to talk about, like, possibilities, then let's talk about all the possibilities. I, I can see that. Okay. So, so then know? so then, let's maybe set some rules for the discussion. What's a ghost? What can uh, we agree that a ghost is? Well, I don't think we should just define a ghost just well, yet. I mean, at least keep, the, keep general, it, the general I'll, I'll idea you of a it's spirit, not bad, you know? Oh God! <laughs> I concur. Yep, I, I, um, I can. I second that motion. Absolutely. Right. Motion Yuck. passes. Ghosts is a terrible band. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, spirits per se, or um, poltergeist. You know, Joel earlier had mentioned um, a, another dimension. It could be beings from another dimension, right? Um, do we understand ghosts? Probably not. People still believe in them fervently. Do I? No. Um, but that doesn't mean that I'm not open to discussion about it. 
Now we did we did talk about ghosts. We talked about um, uh, another one, a supernatural spirit or a god. The 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 Japanese believing Shinigami. I'm sure I am murdering that word. Um, but it was a, a supernatural yeah. spirit or a god that <laughs> led people to certain death. And uh, I remember earlier Joel speaking that he felt like he was in danger. And I, was, I did. I thought I was going to get date raped. Can we say date raped? I, I felt like I was going to get violated. We can, cut that we, can, we can just go to violated. Yeah, <laughs> I could feel it. I felt like I was going to get violated. It was like a pedophile ghost. Uh, it, I, it really did, man. To be honest with you, it felt like if we went into those trees, we were never coming out. So and, kind of a Herbert the Pervert energy. Well, well yeah, it, 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 it might. Okay. Yeah, I'm not I'm not even going to say no because that's kind of what it felt like, man, to be honest with you. Like, we were going to be serial killered all the way. It, it was... Oh, it, damn. Yeah, dude. It, it, was, it was a very surreal experience, but like the emotion that passed through those those few seconds that when it happened for me i i can't say for my brother was pretty terrifying man okay and especially i mean you're such you're you're a little kid i mean we were we were young like how old so, are you uh i want to say either from nine to eleven you oh, know it, it's it wasn't we, i wasn't that old to where i like i knew what the hell a pedophile was i guess Especially like in the late eighties. Well, like, I mean, let's not let's not jump into the whole pedophilia thing because you like let's focus on the ghost. No, right? but I mean, I'm, I'm talking <laughs> about let's not let's not go with pedophile ghosts because that's another that's a whole. Another, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just I'm just saying like I felt like I was gonna get violated and I didn't yeah. know what violated felt you like felt, back let, in the day. So I think that's why it, you felt in danger, right? Yeah, definitely. I, I, danger. I, you felt I, stranger so, danger from nothing. Yeah, I felt from like there was, I felt okay. like there was no coming back if I went through those damn trees. Okay, so okay. that's a little gotcha. bit more than just you know better feel. That's like certain death, right? Well, certain certain death, and okay, my butthole so, was gonna get you know played so with. So certain. <laughs> I'm sorry, I haven't heard of any ghosts doing that just yet. But, wow, well, that's a Ghostbusters movie I have not seen. <laughs> this is part four. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna touch on that right now. Um, you're not gonna touch the butthole. In, <laughs> in the Buddhist mythology, um, there was also the the Mara or the Mara or however you pronounce that. Again, I'm gonna murder certain languages. It's fine. All languages. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, you know, I believe in fluidity. Um, oh God! And um, the Mara are these demons that make, want to make humans die. So that's their main purpose, right? Whee! So the Shinigami, the Mara, these are all like spirits that want to invite humans, spirits, gods, whatever you want to call them, otherworldly beings that are trying to make humans die. Right. And, okay. And they like invite them, as Joel said. He got an invitation into the woods. I did. I was invited into the trees. Oh, which, oh, yeah, that's that scared the shit out of me, bro. <laughs> Sorry, but uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, it's back. <laughs> oh my god, we shouldn't be talking about this. I just got rebuyed. Really, what was happening? Is some guy had his death metal album on in the woods, and Joel freaked out. You know, dude, that was the first time that I heard true Norwegian death metal right? in the woods. There you go. Oh my god! Somebody had some rat lord on sitting there listening to Bathory in the woods. And I was like, "Oh, good gravy!" This, this was straight out mayhem, bro. Straight out mayhem. Dude, nothing like a little Bathory to get your day started. Um, and of course, you know we've heard the old Irish folklore of um, the banshee, right? Um, David brought up the banshee earlier, and you know banshees is not a, an unheard of thing. And of course, that's kind of correlated with our our Yorona around here, but. 
we don't quite we didn't think she was looking for Joel or maybe she was looking for Joel the kid the the banshees they're the ones that would scream out like and and, and get like for impending doom or whatever. Uh-huh. And then what the hell is a harpy? Because I've known some harpies in my life. Uh, harpies are different. Uh, the harpies were like uh, mermaids. They would get. Oh, um, okay. They would draw you. sailors into I the get rocks. You. I get you. Toxicas. Toxicas. Oh, there's a lot of harpies <laughs> around <laughs> there. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, there you go. The English harpies version. around here wear tight guess or jerboes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I might have just aged myself. With the I was doing the Jerbo. Oh, yeah. oh man, yeah. I was like, oh, I felt that way. Did oh. that man say Jerbo? Cheese and rice. Somebody, <laughs> somebody, somebody bring somebody up the Find jeans. him a walker. <laughs> He's older than Joel, ladies and gentlemen. He is older, and I'm older than both of y'all. So shut up. <laughs> um, and you know, just before we before we move forward with this, we've also got the legend of Basa Joan and Basa Andre, which is passed down from the the Basque. Which Basque were another um, group of people that settled this area. Basque are from Spain, and, Bastards. and a lot of us are a lot of us are descendants from uh, Native yep. Americans and Basque. And they had a story of the people in the woods, but it was a ban a vampire who again was trying to get people to come into the woods so he could you know do stuff to them. So maybe that's like the primal thing. Is there something in our brains they, that tells us get the hell out of the woods? Get the hell, get the hell out of the woods because somebody's gonna do something. Here. Yeah, the lesson I mean, for today, it's been, man. It's been called a satyr or a fawn or uh, a sprite or whatever. But either way, I mean, this is you're, we're Whoa. talking about like four or five different cultures. They're all kind of like hitting on the same theme. Well, that's the thing. What's freaking me out is is okay. You just kind of showed me a different perspective because I had never thought of satyrs in that way. But linking it to the way he's describing it. Well, remember, oh, yeah. I told you he was, at the beginning, he said animal-like quality. Yeah, and, so the satyr kind of popped in my head. And seeing satyrs and centaurs have that, and they've also, thinking back to kind of all of the literature, they were horny little goats. Oh, I like goats. Yeah, yeah, they were horny little goats. They, they really were. They, they, they were doing everything that they possibly could. I, I mean, that's why pan, you know, panic comes from that, comes from the word. Shout out to Black Phillip. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's one of those things. Or it could have just been some crazy pandejo. Oh God. <laughs> my, 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 my brother yeah. my brother's like, dude, it was just somebody trying to scare us. But I don't think it was, man. Oh, man. I'm I'm going for like straight paranormal crap in Well sure, and then you know we're we're gonna take you at your word and we're just gonna you know, as they say, we're gonna play supernatural detective here. Yeah. Maybe chase down some legends and things that could or, or and a little bit of devil advocate too. You know, yeah, cause, sure. cause ultimately there's we really don't know and we don't even just though you've it's been corroborated, there still isn't Here's a picture. I dragged this thing in, and I've got it in my pocket. Well, this was pre-cell phone days, folks. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> See, and that's the thing. A lot of these experiences can't be put into those five senses. Yeah. It is something else, and it's not something that you put on a phone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and that's kind of what we're this podcast is about, too. It's, yeah. it's getting to that, that, that mushy truth. Well, know? and I mean, you know, like... Just, just getting back to what Joel said, and and, and you know, describing the the terrain and everything. Um, there were such a thing in the Basque culture that they called fairy holes, and all they were was like uh, pieces of forest that had been kind of cut out, where 
they believed that you know, a lot you, like the fairy circles. Yeah, kind of, yeah, like fairy okay, circles okay. and like and like little little clearings or whatever in holes in hedges. I know well, you, you were going straight to another one. I, I saw you. You just made a face. Well, just, yeah, you know, but that's 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 where we're at. You know, fairy hole. How to be confused with the other one? <laughs> You're confusing it with glory holes. Oh, there you go. I was <laughs> going to say it. I'm waiting for one to do it. It's a different thing altogether there, gentlemen. Um, but yeah, it, there's there's actually a word for it in Welsh that I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce. I'm going to sound like war from freaking Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> that man say anything? No, he's got a gargajo. Um, <laughs> But this is just part of the lore, you know. Part of the lore was that there was these these fairy holes, these lamana hamana shamanas or whatever they're called, and they were like cut into the. If we think about the the hedges or the hinge like of of the old world, they were like long tree lines, and they would cut into the tree lines, and they would see these these fairy areas. So I mean, this area this comes down from the the. Germanic, from the Irish, from the Celt, um, from the the tribes of of Europe, you know, and it could very easily be said here. Now, this may just be a commonality between different tribes as them trying to explain things that they did not understand, you know. Yeah. Uh, this is this is part of the human condition that we uh, we use, and and just to you know, not not trying to be you know facetious or anything, but. Uh, humans through the, the the decades have looked for answers for things they can't understand. And a lot of times that brings us back to these fairy tales, these um, lore that we have that's been passed down generationally. Um, like I said, I'm always I'm always reminded of my grandmother and every time a dog barks at nothing, there's there the goes devil, the devil you know? And um, you know, and I don't think she was talking about the devil as a Lucifer, but more like a devil, a spirit, you know, something that a little demon, a little demon. Sure. And and that's why a lot of Mexicans kept dogs, you know, I mean, because oh, yeah. it, it warned them of, of danger and evil spirits. And I'm sure there was a lot more in that than that, you know, uh, what was doing? I mean, we've already been talking about a whole bunch of fairy holes and stuff like that for the last hour and demons and whatever the hell that i felt was that at the on the levee man but um we're gonna leave you here for this week we're gonna finish this episode up uh i hope you all enjoyed it because it was actually pretty fun you know for an inaugural podcast i I tell you what uh we've all been friends for a very long time so it's awesome to kind of finally get to hang out like this um i'm hopeful that we'll we'll make it a little more smoothly um, thank you for all that are listening. Honestly, Joel, this has been awesome. Thank you for getting us together. Yeah, man. It was it was a lot of fun. I had a blast. Once again, I want to really thank Danny and the Kraken for hosting us, man. Most definitely. Uh, having this done down here, downtown at this place is actually the fucking shit, to be honest with you. Wait till we get into the downtown lord. Oh, yeah, God. downtown lord is going to be freaking fantastic down here. I know where Juan Cortina shot the sheriff. There you go. <laughs> But uh, we're going to wrap up and we're going to leave you uh, today with a little, I don't know, uh, we're going to, we're going to, before we sign off, I'd like to say thanks. I don't get a whole lot of time to talk about all of this nonsense and medieval miscellany that I like to (laughs) blather on about. Um, 
and and I also had a great time. And we, you know, if you if you ever want to know a bunch of useless knowledge, just ask Tom. Hey. Yeah, I I completely agree with that one right there. Uh, I can concur as well. Uh, <laughs> we've all sat with Tom to have a long discussion about useful, loosely useless facts, and he's given us given us that information freely. So he's a great friend. And I don't charge. He does, and, and we thank you for being on the podcast. Yes, and seriously. Um, my, my mind is blown. It's going to be fun. We're going to get better at this, I hope. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I can't wait to do the next one, man. Uh, Joel, Tom, you got, you got anything else for everybody else? Uh, yeah, man. I hope you really enjoyed Weird Tales, fool, because we're just a bunch of fools trying to bring you all some fun. We're just trying to, a couple friends trying to talk some shit and have a little blast here and there. And uh, I hope my story was, uh, I'm not going to say educational. I hope it was weird because I know it was weird. There you go. And it's- it's going to get weirder, guys. So just uh, if you want to show up on the podcast, write us a letter or whatever, we will have you on, man. We want to hear your tales. We want to hear your experiences, especially down here in Bronzeville, man. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of crazy shit that's happened down here because this is an old, old city that we all love. And we're going to leave you with this. I guess that's it. Me, it's a fucking soul. There you go. And, and yeah, you know, Brownsville, Texas is a unique place. Everything from pterodactyls to Civil War ghosts. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, we got a lot to talk about, right? We so, you do. know what? I hope we can keep doing this from the Kraken. I hope you guys can keep joining us. And, and seriously, man, this is the WTF podcast, Weird Tales Foo. My name's David. It's- uh, my name's Joel, and right next to me is El Tom. A su servicio. There you go. So we're, we hope you guys learned something and laughed and didn't make too much fun of us. But thanks so much. And uh, please, stay tuned for the next one. This is Dan Rios and Joel Arias and Tom Gomez signing off for the MTF Podcast. Have a great rule. <laughs> Have a great rest of your night. <laughs>